We may never know, Uther. I intend to live forever. How dare you show your face here? Uh, faces. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at that, you idiot! A lot of story there, a lot of lore. Uh, for those of you who are into that kind of thing, I love you. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Lore, the podcast that explores where we've been and where we may go next in the world of Warcraft. Welcome, everyone, to Live, Laugh, Lore, episode 78, the show that is created by dreamers. Each week, we'll check in, have some laughs, and talk about the lore of Warcraft, one or two topics at a time. My name is Allie, the one that will never, ever stop dreaming about getting an infinite pirate dragon mount. Never. Just, it just, it's, it's, I need it. I need it. I need it. But I am joined by the one that never gave up on the dream that we would one day get at least an emerald dream patch. It's Jin. It's true. But I think I'm, um, I don't think I'm like in a minority or something. I think a lot of people were thinking that. But uh, yeah, a lot of people thought I was crazy. Um, and I was for saying Shadowlands, it was going to happen, but um, <laughs> I still, I still believe it was supposed to happen. <laughs> it just, I mean, we, we've discussed our theories on what may or may not have been cut and smooshed together and whatnots because yeah. of COVID and everything, yeah. but who knows? Yep. Who knows? Because I don't. Hey, hey, do you know what you've been up to? I do. So, I would hope so. I do. So <laughs> not that long ago, in fact, it was like a week ago now, I decided to have a fun reminder. The universe was like, hey, check this out. You get to go to your 20-year high school reunion. So I oh did. My. And it's like, you're old. And I'm like, okay, that was fun. <laughs> so, was it actually fun, though? Like, do, are you still friends with anyone from high school or anything like that? N- no. <laughs> Like I, like, I was friendly with m- many people there. Fair. But uh, let's just say the last time I saw several of the faces uh, was 10 years ago at uh, the last reunion. <laughs> so, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I mean, I, like, we're friends on social media, but that's about it. Like, we don't even comment on our stuff very much. Like, sometimes we'll just read it and go, oh, that's what they're up to. Yep. That's the level of our friendship. <laughs> Yeah, I get that. Yeah, so I did that. And then also, also, not today, but tomorrow, I will be attending a wonderful concert with uh, my brother-in-law because he is a big fan of uh, one particular artist out there that a lot of people like. And a lot of people were like, what, you like that guy? And I was like, yeah, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. It is the Post Malone concert that I will be going to. Oh, so. there you go. I was wondering what concert it was. Yeah, nice. Post Malone. So we're recording this a day early because... Yeah, I'm going to be heading over to a concert with my brother-in-law. And he, and he was doing this yesterday. Oh, my God, I'm going to put the out. So I was really excited. <laughs> so it's fun. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah the fact that he was uh, acting that way totally is worth it. Even if I like know only like two or three of his songs. So I guess I'm going to learn some more. <laughs> so there, there I, I mean, hopefully. Yeah, I learned a lot of uh, new songs. Uh, it was a damn good show. Highly recommend. Well, I mean, that's a really honestly about it for me, because we're just about, we're basically at break time, pretty much, with the whole uh, raid team. So, uh, Allie, what you been up to, huh? I am, I am ashamed. 
I have not yet touched the Kalimdor Cup for Dragon Racing. I thought that was tomorrow. That already came out. I thought that was tomorrow. For me, it's tomorrow, and I am not ashamed. No, I thought no it came shame out like, it I thought it came out like last week or something. Kalimdor Cup. <laughs> Release date. <laughs> Um, yeah, Kalimdor Cup will be available from August 15th. You're fine. What? I had, okay, I, I re, I resend, that's a word, right? Send, res, I'm, my brain's fried, sorry, everyone. Uh, yeah, I take that back then. I'm, I'm not ashamed. I, a Gildy was talking about it as if it was out, and I'm sitting there thinking, how have I missed that that came out already? <laughs> and then I assumed, I just assumed, I didn't look for myself, I just assumed mm -hmm. that it was out. You take back and your shame. And now you're ashamed. I take back my you shame. You are ashamed of your shame. <laughs> sure. I will say, I, I'm sure that at some point I will have something else to be ashamed of. So I'll just, you know, file that away for another day. It's fine. But <laughs> so then I will say I'm super looking forward to doing the calendar <laughs> cup. And while when this finally comes out to patrons or to the live audience, hello listeners, I will have done the calendar cup. Yeah. I'm very much looking forward to it. At least one of the races out of like 12 or 12 or however many there are. There's several. I think. I'm going to do so many. I'm so excited. So many. But, but other than that, we're still trying to get AOTC for a couple stragglers in the raid. Unfortunately, we have not had any luck killing Sarkrath again. I think our last best pull was 11%. So we're just, we're so close. We just need all the puzzle pieces to fit right and then we can get it. So. And we play some D and D. Yeah, we did. That do made that. me happy. That yeah, was fun. Especially I obliterated you. a giant cyclops <laughs> by throwing a hammer. It was amazing. You did like fifty six damage in one turn. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> I threw a hammer and then whacked it twice with my the axes, and my digital dice for once agreed with me, and it was an amazing moment. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Morgan's making short work of this thing. Good lord. <laughs> that was amazing. Maybe so. I've been holding on to that hammer, waiting because there's an extra bonus damage if it's a giant. So when, you know, he plopped the Cyclops down, I'm like, oh, is it my moment? <laughs> and it was. Yeah, yeah. It's like, is this Cyclops a giant? Right there in the monster little description, it was big up giant. It was right there. Giant. So I was like, yeah, it counts. So happy. Yeah. Now Jin will probably avoid putting giants in the rest of the game, but I that's had my stupid. moment. I am happy. I'll be honest. <laughs> if you're a DM and you're like, well, my character has this thing that's really good against giants. So I'll never put a giant in the game ever again. That's dumb. You're just basically <laughs> robbing fun from your players. Don't do that. Right. Right. Yeah. Please don't do that. Okay. Thanks. But that's really about it. Just, you know, still getting used to the new job and whatnot. But yeah, I think we should move on to what we're drinking because I'm kind of excited about this. All right. Nothing beats a brew shared between friends. Yep. You're making a face. What are we drinking, Durgin? I'm drinking a cucumber basil lime gimlet. Um, now, I will admit I replaced one ingredient because I, I did not. I thought I had some, so I replaced it. And here's it's probably an important ingredient. It was the lemonade in there. I replaced it with something far more mellow flavored. So you know what I'm drinking? Frickin' cucumber juice. <laughs> <laughs> Did you replace it with, like, 
cucumber juice? What no. Did, what? Did you, just, did you just not have it? No, it's, it's all I got lemon, friggin' limoncello LaCroix, <laughs> which is very lemony. It's nice, but it ain't no lemonade. So I'm like, oh, yeah, well, it's way less. There's no calories in there. So you just do that. Now I'm like drinking cucumber juice. And it reminds me of that one episode of the Big Bang Theory where Sheldon said, Interesting. The world's most boring liquid and the world's most boring vegetable. You put them together and bah. <laughs> oh no! Do you not like this drink? It's it's um again. Maybe if I made it with lemonade, a little more sweetness in there, maybe would have done something. But this is uh this is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 I will admit, I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of cucumbers. Like. I don't, I'm not like gonna avoid them, but if you're like, here you go, Jenny boy, I got you a plate of cucumbers. I'm gonna say you got me a plate of boring this that I'm not gonna touch. <laughs> you know, you could have said, hey, Ali, not a big fan of cucumbers. We Can we do something else? No, no, you just pick a drink and I'm just gonna drink it. I'm gonna power through this thing. I'll make a weird noise during the episode. You'll be like, oh, Jen took a drink. <laughs> I wonder what that face was. So, since, since you might be wondering what this is, because normally a gimlet is made with. <laughs> Sorry, Jin's faces are super distracting. <laughs> Normally, a gimlet is made with what? Gin and simple syrup and lime. Yeah. Lime, yeah. But this is a little different in that it's made with vodka. So it's vodka, fresh basil, and cucumber. You like muddle the cucumber and basil together. It felt very fancy. Yeah, I actually and then had that. Get a little fresh, fresh lime in there and some vodka. They say lemonade. Get the lemonade in there too. Yeah, make sure you uh, make sure you use lemonade. <laughs> yeah, use lemonade, please. Don't do a gended or lemon juice. Like you need the lemonade. Like you do need the lemonade. But when you made properly, in my opinion, it's a nice summery drink. I I like it. It's not too sweet. It's kind of got the refreshing cucumber basil thing going on. It's pretty tasty, actually. Sure. Jen <laughs> <Gin> disagrees. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna drink it because we got we got some basil up in here and some cucumber with uh, cucumber. Uh, <laughs> pickles are amazing though, <laughs> which is so funny because I love cucumbers and hate pickles. You love pickles but hate cucumbers. It's good to know. I do good not hate cucumbers. Okay, dislike cucumbers. Cucumbers by themselves, and if you get a little too cucumbery up in my stuff, ugh. But like, if you make a salad, you put cucumbers in there. I'm eating the cucumbers. Like, I'm not gonna avoid them. Like, they're they're fair, fine. fair. They're okay. fine, all mixed in. That's what I was thinking. Oh, we're gonna mix it all together. And then I mixed it with something. I did, I should have drowned out that flavor a little more with some, some lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Clearly. Probably. So so Lacroix is not lemonoid. Lemon lemonoid. Lemon, whatever. <laughs> lemonoid. Everyone is not lemonoid. <laughs> it's not. Um. So, yeah, yeah, if you're like me and you're like cucumbers, meh, maybe don't put cucumbers in your drink. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can skip the cucumbers or just do like a little bit of cucumber. Or just a little, I mean, I got a lot of cucumber floating up in there. There's a lot of cucumber. It's, it's all up in there. Did you not use a mixer to like strain it? Oh, I muddled. I muddled the crap out of it. And I mixed. Yeah, you're supposed to muddle it. And then in, in a shaker, so you strain it out. Yeah, that's it. It's great. And I got cucumber. Okay. I got a freaking salad in my drink. Did you put more in there? <laughs> no. <laughs> How big are the holes in your strainer? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I got a big drink. 
I got salad in my drink, everyone. What is going on with you over there? It looks okay. like a mint julep, but it's cucumber. <laughs> Jen didn't make the drink right. It's fine. But um, <laughs> I, I think it's a nice, refreshing drink. Apparently, it's not for everyone, especially if we don't make it right. Shh. Quiet you. And that's that. <laughs> I just, in, in honor of our episode today, I literally Googled nature cocktails and this came up after I looked many things. Some other drinks were way too, like, sweet. And I know that's always kind of hit and miss too. So that's why I thought I did this because it's, it's not too sweet. See, that, dr- that, right that sip was actually all right. I don't know. It's, it's, it's like sometimes it hits me. Sometimes it's like, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. It's a weird drink. <laughs> It's like, it's like Anyways. salad in a glass. That's what I'm drinking. <laughs> We're healthy. Hey, let's talk about other healthy things like our patrons. Oh. And Patreon. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> Hello there. Do you like supporting shows to talk about the hobbies and interests that you're also into, like drinking salads? <laughs> do we keep you entertained while you're busy adulting? Do you find yourself laughing at our crazy predictions and tinfoil hat theories? Did you know that sweet dreams are made of this and that you can keep that you can help keep the dreams alive? Stay tuned to the end of the show to find out how you <laughs> can be part of this silly dream. <laughs> y- yep. How am I supposed to live, laugh, love in these conditions? Uh, so this is a section where we normally talk about ABK news, merger, whatnots. And honestly, there's no news. I looked and looked and looked and didn't see anything. And we already know the new deadline in October for the merger. And at this point, we're kind of just in a holding pattern. And there's probably not going to be a whole lot of new news between now and then. We have a couple sprinkles here and there, but not much. So that's about it. Yep. That's about it. Uh, I agree. So I'm going to hit this button. What you talking about? What you talking about? What you about? Oh boy, well let me tell you everyone. Blizzard is just chugging along with these patches. Quickly. <laughs> a little more quickly than what we're used to. So 10.17 is releasing September 5th, which is just around the corner. Which means 10.2, guess what? That's not going to be too far behind. And it's probably going to be hitting the PTR sometime in September and it's probably going live I don't know maybe end of September first week in October roughly my guess at least the community's pretty sure at this point that 10.2 is going to be the Emerald Dream related patch Jin is just super disappointed by everyone he's not happy at all he's devastated let me tell you what (laughs) (laughs) As we all know, when patches hit the PTR, spoilers, they just run amok. 10.2, again, probably going to be hitting pretty quickly in September in the PTR business. Data mine is going to come out. Spoilers are going to come out. So we thought it would be fun to take some time to talk about our own predictions for 10.2 and theories before it actually hits the PTR. So this is going to be fresh out of our own minds, for better or worse. Now, technically, since none of this will be factual information and mostly our own predictions, this is not a spoiler episode. Having said that, if you want to go into 10.2 super fresh with absolutely no chance of anything possibly being ruined, the slight iota that maybe something is right that we say today, 
then maybe this would be a spoiler episode? If we get something right? So for safety's sake, we're gonna go ahead and play the spoiler bumper, because why not? I don't know why you gotta do it in front of the kid with the effing. All you gotta do is say earmuffs to him. Earmuffs. Okay. You're making more faces. <laughs> All right. Jen, my friend, in case we have any new listeners, first off, welcome, new listeners. Jen, can you share with us why you've been wanting so badly to make the Emerald Dream happen? Catalans. That's freaking simple. So when so we had BlizzCon 2019, uh, I was oh, so sprinting. good. Um, right. Yeah, that's when Shadowlands was announced. Right. And yes. one of the big things that they did is they brought up the cosmology chart in one of the panels oh. and they pointed at it and they're like, it's right there. It's been, it's been there the whole time. You guys didn't notice. And I was like, I, I, I did. <laughs> no one heard me, but I was like, I, I did. Um, <laughs> and one of the things that, you know, if you look closely, what is also in the connection of the Shadowlands was also the Emerald Dream. So I assumed uh-huh. when we were to visit the Shadowlands and the Shadowlands and things like that, blah, 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 we would start here learning more quickly about the Emerald Dream, which we kind of did with Ardenweald and the whole Winter Queen. And then we find out Elune is her sister. And I said, what? And... <laughs> And then, you know, it's like a loon is worshipped on other planets. And my mind went, what? <laughs> and then <laughs> we're finding out, oh, the loon is talking to Toronto at one point, And I'm just like, like what? <laughs> so that's <laughs> why I was like, give me the freaking animal dream. Because that's where a loon basically lives. Because we also then got the freaking grimoire of the Shadowland. Where there's like freaking ta ta the ta la 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 I don't remember. <laughs> what was that? Cartel ta the whatever they're freaking <laughs> the dude person lady I don't know. They, whoever was the author of Grimoire of the Shadowlands was like, hey man, hey man, we got this pantheon of death, right? And then we got this pantheon of of um, uh, order, I guess. They just before that they were just a pantheon. But there was a pantheon of order because there's, there's titans. So we got these death titans, I guess, over here. But we call them, like, the Eternals or whatever the frick we were calling them. And then Winter Queen's like, oh, yeah, I'm my sister. My sister's a loon. And then Todd was like, I bet I bet they got a life pantheon. And a loon's on the life pantheon. And I'm like, why? There you go. That's, that's, the, that's the nutshell version of, like... Give me an Emerald Dream patch, please. It's beautiful, Jin. It's beautiful. <laughs> I could probably go longer, but uh, that's <laughs> that's the nutshell. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, yeah, and I had a conversation with Ian Hazakosis, and I was like, so we're going to check out the Emerald Dreams to go to the Shadowlands? And he was like, yeah, yeah, it's probably kind of done. And I was like, have a dream, baby. And then it never happened. Uh, and now it is, so I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> so you know I got that going for me which is nice which is nice yeah <laughs> well as I mentioned we are going to take some time to basically dream up 10.2 why do we think there'll be a heavy emerald dream focus in 10.2 we first off have the simple fact that it's it's time for the dream it's time for me to learn how to talk and it's time for the green dragons to get some focus 
but that's not all. During a conversation with Alex Straza and Chromie about a Vridicron piecing out through the Void Tear, Nazdarmu was able to have a bit of a vision returning to him, finally seeing things. And our friendly neighborhood dragons here were able to piece together that Rorok and Virnoth are planning some things next. As a reminder, here is that part of the conversation. Nuzdormu, can you perceive where he has gone? He has passed beyond my sight. All I see now are burning embers encroaching upon... Marithra must be warned. If Farrakh leads their forces now, he will be vicious and strike where we are most vulnerable. The World Tree. Yes, as dangerous as he is. For now, we must leave Eritochron to his schemes and steal ourselves for whatever Farrakh and Viranoth are preparing to unleash. The defense of Amirdrasil comes first. No matter what lies ahead, you were right, Tanami. The future is worth fighting for. That's what happens. <laughs> she was over there making faces and dancing and just happy as could be. He's like a kid in a candy store over here because, you know, Emerald Dream. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Might be the cucumbers, too. Who knows? It's the salad could, it in his drink. <laughs> As a quick refresher, Mirdrasil is the new world tree that was planted by Tyrande within the Emerald Dream. The seed for this tree was formed by the Winter Queen and the Loon through, you know, Tyrande. Created using the willing souls of the Night Elves who were killed during the burning of Teldrassil. This seed, therefore, is a budding tree and considered to be touched by both Ardenweald and the Emerald Dream, which I find very interesting. I imagine that kind of further solidifies the bond between those two realms, and I mean, it's going to be bursting forth into Azeroth at some point, so Azeroth too. And we have that handy-dandy Emerald Dream portal over there on the island off the western coast of the Emerald Gardens in the Unaran Plains. Now, Maritha took Taronda and Malfurion through the portal there to plant the, this, to plant the seed in the Emerald Dream. This seed is everything. So many beloved souls entrusting their fate, their hopes to us. Are we certain it will be safe? Here, by Elune's grace, this gift will be kept hidden from those who would wish it harm. Yet the time will come when it must leave the cradle of the dream and take its place in our world. And when it does, its protection will fall to us. 
My beloved Kaldorai, all you have suffered, all you have given, will not be in vain. This I swear to you. What is it, my love? Just a feeling that this time will be different. Yes, this time will be different. Sorry, got distracted by Jin and things. So the seed gets planted and starts to grow. Rymic or Rymicass, as we call him here because he's an ass. <laughs> He led some primalist forces through that portal to go after this budding tree. Malfurion, you know, it, I mean, a lot of things happened. We're not going to go through all of it. But Malfurion took Ysera's place in the Emerald Dream in order to save the Emerald Dream. Sorry. Wow. Let's try that again. Malfurion took Ysera's place in Ardenweald in order to save the Emerald Dream and the newly planted Mirdrasil. Ysera comes back to Azeroth. Ali has all the emotions. Jin breaks Ali's brain by talks of Ilgi whispers in Malfurion's green eyes, and the story moves on. Amildrasil <laughs> <laughs> grows some more, and Marithra gets ready for it to appear in Azeroth soon, apparently. For soon, Azeroth will welcome from the dream a symbol of hope, and together we shall protect it. Yeah, protect it. <laughs> it's safe to assume that that's going to be 10.2 or something involving that, especially because Blizzard's been using this point fives and point sevens for patches to, you know, wrap up stories and start new stories. On all the signs point to a really fun 10.2. Really, really fun. Now, there have been other world trees in this universe. Each of them have some kind of story surrounding them. And maybe a future episode or Patreon chat, we can talk about them as well as how the Emerald Dream was created and what we know. But for now, I think it's safe to say that Amildrasil is going to be something special. And I'm eager to see it play out. How are you feeling about that, Jen? Amildrasil is going to be a tree from the Emerald Dream with a bunch of night elf souls in it. And it's going to be a promise that Tyrande kept, and it's going to be good. Um, <laughs> and then there's going to be like some good feelings, some good vibes coming from the tree, and and we're going to like it. Um, and then they're going to put it probably in the, like the Dragon Isles because that's like all signs point to. It's going to be in that big, big, big body water, like the little where there's little islands over here. And there's like water in the middle. It's on the Aniron Plains. Look at the maps in the Aniron Plains section. Over by the Emerald Gardens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over there. Right. Even even Ysera <laughs> was like, I know a place, but it's been a long ass time since I've been there. 10,000 years, roughly. Right. So that's probably what's going to be. So Amirjasil, huh? Mm, I don't know what Amirjasil is like, what's going to be special about it other than, hey, it's got. It's got deathy stuff and lifey stuff and souls involved. And there's 
probably gonna be some aspects or not proto aspects or not quite not quite proto but not quite aspects saying hominus dominus to the tree saying like you blessings upon thee and the tree and <laughs> perhaps even the night elves are like sweet like this is way better than Teldrassil I'm glad that Sylvanas burnt that down um I've she's forgiven so that she'll come back in like two expansions or something cause Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you go. never know. <laughs> and Drond is going to be like, yeah, she's cool now. She's cool. She's got like her other half of her soul back. And now she's like, not, not super crazy. <laughs> she's still a little crazy. She's only half crazy now. <laughs> she's only half crazy. It's fine. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling like um, that's going to be a good, a good fun tree that we're going to hang out in. And I hope Night Elves get a new starting zone, because that'd be cool. Oh, that would be cool. Ooh, that would be cool. All right. Now that we've laid down this groundwork or roots, if you will, <laughs> we're going to start putting the point two together branch by branch, because Ali's bad at puns and they're all forced. So, so. so it's, you, you, they're so forced. It's like a, it's like a f- f- forest. That's horrible. Wow. That was <laughs> so bad. That was so That makes me feel better about mine. Holy crap. Uh, I had to do that on purpose. I was, All right. I was like, here. Thanks, buddy. That's, that's a good friend right there. It barely even makes sense. <laughs> Go for it. All right. So anyways, what do you think is going to be the main conflict of 10.2? And how is it going to play out? Uh, the main conflict is very, very super basic. Uh, the primalists and the what is those buttholes called? My brain farts. Um, you know the incarnates. They're like, hey, we we don't like nice things. We're gonna burn down your nice things. So they're like, hey, you got a world tree, and um, we're gonna burn it down. Um, why are they gonna burn it down? I don't know. I, feel, I don't know. Like I don't. The world tree doesn't exactly feel all that tightening. So I don't know why they hate that. I don't know. They're probably just because of the they probably hate it just because the, the aspects like it. So they're like, oh, well, you guys are like tight in the line. And if you like that tree, we hate it. We hate anything you like. So they're like, OK, well, we're going to burn it down. And so we're just going to be like, well, don't don't burn it down because we've been through that before. And the community did not like that. So we're going to kill you. I kill you in the face, you stupid dragon. Uh, no. And then he's gonna be like, <laughs> Shadow Flame! Ah! And then we're gonna be like, ah, Shadow Flame got me in the face. Ah! And then then we're gonna then we're gonna kill him. And then and then Viridoth's gonna be like, Wah! I'm cold hearted. Ah. <laughs> I don't know. That's the major tension. That's the basic major tension is <laughs> some incarnates are gonna burn and or freeze a tree, and we're saying no. Do not do that. Negative. Nope. <laughs> okay. Let me ask you. Last episode, we talked about Eridicron, you know, disappearing through the void tear, right? So <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of makes us wonder, you know, who are the incarnates working for? Could it be that whoever they're working for, possibly void related, is it them that wants a tree destroyed? And so they're going to tell the incarnates, destroy that tree? Uh, well... 
I mean, that makes sense. It could be, but at the same time, it's like, why, why do you, why do you really want to destroy this tree? What's, what's so, what's gonna happen if the tree is like, hey, we're a tree now? Um, yep. Because I mean, if you think about it, like Nordrasil was planted to say, no, Burning Legion, you may not know that there is another, <laughs> that there's another uh, freaking uh, that well of eternity here. No well of eternity, shh, shh, Burning Legion, you may not know. So it's not doing that, right? Cause Burning Legion's dead, right? So. Teldrassil was planted because Fandral Staghelm was like, world trees are cool, and I like world trees. Uh, and Malfurion was like, you're an idiot. Stop planting world trees. <laughs> they just <laughs> they just keep burning old god prisons and making things worse. And he's like, shut up. I'm planting it out in the ocean. There's never been a world of old god out in the ocean. Hern <laughs> <And> is off. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just say that didn't go that great, but then yeah, Storm Rage novel, blah, blah, blah. That world tree got blessed. So, what? I don't know. This one apparently seems special and different because there's dead night elves involved. Yep. Well, there's dead night elves involved. And if it is, quote unquote, touched by both Arnwield and the Emerald Dream because of Elune and the Winter Queen, right? So it's touched by both of the, them two. And then the souls. And if on top of that, the aspects, not aspects... You know, because they're not fully empowered yet, right? Get it? What if if they bless it, which is kind of weird since also, you know, like tiny power, right? Touching it too. Yeah. Does all of this help Azeroth, like the world soul Azeroth? And maybe that's what the old gods are afraid of? I mean, that, that that's plausible. I'll go with that. I like that idea. It's better than those crazy crap that I came up with, which I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like your crazy crap. It's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if the if it's ultimately the void, working with a Ritacron saying, no, we need to go Black Empire up on this biz. Yeah, I can see why a world tree might be not exactly the best idea for them. They probably don't like it. But at the same time, I'm over here thinking like, yeah, but what does it really do to you? I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, best, best guess I can say is, well, by these powers combined, the Shadowlands <laughs> and the Emerald Dream have never been closer. And the Azeroth is like, wow, even more cosmic power and they get more spirit infused in it. And, and Azeroth woke up. I, I don't freaking know. <laughs> Could be. She's a telly. She's going to wake up. She's going to pull that sword out and she's going to start, ch start chip and chopping. It's going to be awesome. What's she going to chippy chop? Sargeras is gone. He's just like, he's just sitting up there. And Illidan's, he's not gone. Illidan's he's still there. poking him in the face going like, <laughs> you can't even do anything about that. <laughs> she'll get a revenge and then she'll go after Void Lords. I don't know. All right. So she's going to go like freaking Voltron on a Void Lord. Like, pew, 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 yeah, pew, not? like a Megazord. I just, I feel like there's some reason that the sword is still there, other than the fact that it hasn't been addressed yet. Like, I just, I want to believe that Blizzard has a reason, and it's purposeful. Yeah, there was a purpose for it. Azerite. I need Azerite. Well, yes, but it, that's done now, and it's still in there. 
and they dodge Whoa. every single question about it when what people ask them. So it? it's a big ass sword. What are you gonna We're, do? What are you gonna do? Break it down? I don't know. I don't know. It's a really big sword. It's real big. Big big. It is. They could like break it down and stuff, but no. It's still there. No, it's still there. Being so big. We don't have a lot of time here, so I do want to do one last question. And so uh, at the end of Legion, so like there's a cinematic and Sargeras, as you know, uh, stabbed uh, the earth with a, a sword and it's been there for quite a while. And I, I'm not really sure like where where are things going with that? Wait, what? What sword? It... Uh, okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I don't know. Moving on. So, what do we think will happen in this story? A little, just getting down to a little bit more. Who's gonna play a role in this patch, and what will that role be? Uh, let's see. So, in so in the first raid, we had Kagar and friggin', you know, buddy, buddy. Uh, I don't know. Caligos. Caligos. Going like, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're like mages and blue dragon flight stuff. Uh, they took out Razgath. Yeah, they took her out, took her down. But Razgath was able to break out uh, the the incarnates. Ah, oh, dang it! Ah, oh, dang it! Well, now it's like, oh, now we got to deal with Sarkrath. Okay, all right. I mean, even in the song, <laughs> even in the song of the depths, it was like, while they toiled in the deep places, we were toiling. Farax is like, I'm going to burn everything. And he's like, burning the zones. Burning the zones. We're going to go help. Stop. Stop burning the zones. Friggin' Fryak. Fryak. I almost called it Fryak. Fryak. Yeah, I'm like, like, bring back some Cadgar. I'd like that. What role is he going to play? Uh, I don't know. He's like the emissary for the friggin' blues or something. I don't know. I just, I just like him. Just so he could be there. But obviously, a big role is going to be um, Marithra and Ysera, right? They're, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, hey, guys, we're the Green Dragonflight. We're going to the Emerald Dream. Hold on to your butts. You guys ain't never seen anything like this before. It's frapping wild up in here. And when I say wild, I mean wild. It's like it's like the wild thornberries. It's like the wild thornberries. Yeah. It's like that wild. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Donnie from the wild thornberries wild. Like, like wow. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you: Do you think Ysera and her awesome, awesome Arden Wheel skills, which I adore, is she gonna stick around after this patch? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's gonna stick around. Now the reason why is because that's just that's just rude. Like, come on, don't don't bring a character back and just kill her. Like, that's come on, kill her, Fair. kill her at least a couple more patches down the road. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Couple more. Why do we have to kill her again? Can't they just switch places back again? Don't kill her again. I don't think I can handle that. That's true. I mean, we probably will need uh, Malfurion back eventually. They'll just play Spopsies, Switchy Brews every once right? in a while. I mean, yeah. Um, that's what I would think. Yeah. So that, that'd be pretty, pretty messed up. It's mostly if it's like, oh, Ysera died and now Malfurion's stuck. Oops. Oh, that would suck. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> like, I feel like Malf- pure Malfurion, poor Malfurion has just been given the raw end of the deal so many times. Like, I feel like he's secretly a badass, but he hasn't been given enough time to actually show it. Yeah. Because he's been sleeping 
or being, you know, corrupted and tortured and just, I feel for him, you know? I feel for him. Yeah, I feel for him too. But mostly because he's been made into like this, even though he is supposed to be like the world's most powerful druid, just like one of literally the most ridiculously powerful mortals of like alive. And Legion wrecked his reputation. And he's kind of a meme <laughs> because he's like, no, Deronda. Deronda. And that makes me so sad because he deserves so much better than to be, you know, whittled down to that. Yeah. He's like, meh. <laughs> I'm sad. That's how he comes across sometimes. Um, but yeah. So Marithra and Ysera, they're, they're definitely going to be playing the role of like, quest hub basically like like they're, yeah, they're gonna be I see that like hey we're in the cradle of the dream or some place like that it's like where you're gonna quest hubs are gonna start out at probably some type of like here's a place that's safe in the dream but as soon as you start exploring out the dream gets crazy dream gets wild hey over near over by this darrell near there's still some freaking feral worgen just well watch out for them they'll bite you Ah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And I like that because then what's going to happen is, as we were told before Dragonfly came out, that the us friggin' Worgen are getting Gilneas back, but it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> this is probably, I'm convinced it's going to happen in either 10 to 5 or 10 to 7, right? And so if they bring up Dalinir and have some like really feral Worgen out there, it would kind of place that little seed. For then in 2.5 or 2.7, when we do get Gilneas back, they could be like, hey, remember what happened in 10.2 in with, with Dalnir and everything? Let's get Gilneas back. Yeah, and on top of that, they could probably use it as an excuse to give you more customizations because that seems to be a, a theme I've been noticing is like when, when little story elements happen, they're like, here's more customization. All right, because like they're doing that with like the Eredar and the Draenei and things like that. They're like, hey, there's some, some story. You want to be red? You could be Eridar. <laughs> so, you want to be red. <laughs> so, there's some stuff like that. It's like, so if you're a Worgen, you're like, you want to be Worgen form all the time and just, no, you just be Worgen Worgen. There you go. Just You can do it. Like, I don't know. You can do something like that. I just want our hair to be updated. It's kind of sad. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe a worgen can dream. It's like we have this like hair cap. It's like chunk of our hair that doesn't move or do anything is always there. But you can change like if you have I'm talking about, sorry, just just the fem that just the, the female body worgens like you. You can change, you know, if you have bangs or if you have braids or if you have, you know, like shorter hair, longer hair. But it's all very static. And then there's this one chunk of hair that just doesn't move. And it, it's like a, you're wearing like, like a cap of fur awkwardly. <laughs> and it ruins all my pirate hats. And I don't like it. <laughs> but hmm. yeah, I like, uh, I like this. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Go back to, back to Dendu and not my Worgen dreams. Uh, Farak and Rurnoth. They're going to kill people. They're probably going to I mean, be probably. Yeah, that's what honest, they do. Honestly, I think Rag and Viranoth are just going to be similar to like Farak when we started in ten one. We're like, we're going to a cavern, and Farak is like, I'm gonna burn the shit out of you. <laughs> do you think we're going to finally kill him? Yes. Yeah, I actually do. 
I like that. Varanoth, yeah. I don't know. So here's, okay. Varanoth looks like the Winter Queen. They use the same voice actor for her. Is that coincidence? Or is there some weird connection that we're going to learn about? I don't know if there's going to like actually a weird connection in lore or anything. There might be something there. Not not really sure, but oh, a very, very future episode when we talk about the novel that is going to be released, maybe we'll oh, know so what's excited. going on with Viranoth and Alex Jaza because there is a cutscene, no spoilers, uh, where they have a little chat. So, yeah, yeah. So that might be that's the big reason talks. why I'm like, I don't know if Viranoth is going to die. I have no clue. Farak, he's. That dude's on the chopping block. Like he's yeah, it's he's going time. Out. So, yeah, and really, when it comes to like what role are they going to play, they're they're the antagonists, especially like Barack, because it's like even Nazdormu said it himself. Oh, I see burning embers everywhere. Right, burning embers. What is right. that? Right, just like that. That's Farak. Yeah, that's Farak. So he's going to try. Maybe. Yeah, burn his. Could be something else. We'll talk about that in a minute. What? No. What? All right. Um, question, because they got introduced to us in a patch, I don't remember. Was it 1005? Somnicus and Jerithus. Do you think they're going to play a role? Remind me who they are. <laughs> Somnicus, remember, is the one who literally made me cry. He's the one whose um, son was, uh, was he was died. He was killed in the uh, the trap set by... What's his face, Khan? Oh, yeah. Bal Balakar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, but remember, Somnicus was just so sad and depressed and grief-stricken that he was going to be the one to change places with Sarah and, like, sacrifice himself. Yeah. That way he can also be with his son. But then, like, it, they found out that that wouldn't work in the Malfurion. Right. That's yeah. Somnicus, right? Yeah. Jareth Jarethus is Ysera's, uh grandson. That's Merthyr's son. All right. Remember they had that touching moment and it's like, Grandma! And yay! <laughs> Grandma! Did you bring cookies? <laughs> uh, do you think they're going to play a role at all or do some questing with us or maybe go through the raid with us? Raid? Probably not. Questing? Um, I, I'm feeling, yeah. I'm, just because they, they've definitely had been following the kind of trend of bringing up these characters and then bringing them back for some of these questing moments and stuff like that. And even in little side quests and stuff like that. All right. So yeah. Are they going to play a big role? Probably not. Especially since I was like, wait, who? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. But yeah, no, you'll, you'll see them again. Okay. Okay. What about tier? Now this one, like I, I personally don't think he is going to be involved in 10-2. However, I can't help but notice that every patch or so, we get just a little more story for Tyr. Like, we're, we're slowly rebuilding him and slowly, you know, getting little bits here and there. I feel like they're building up something with Tyr, but I don't know what. Are we going to see that in 10.2, or do you think that's going to be a future patch? So, I think we're going to be following the trend of, like you just talked about with Tyr, and every single patch or patch cycle, there's going to be something added 
And in my opinion, we are going to see Tyr reborn or brought back completely in 10 to 7. Basically, the okay. lead up to 10 okay. 3. I like it. So, yeah, that is my opinion. But could be wrong. But yeah, that's my that's my best guess. All right. I like it. I like it. What about the other aspects? I mean, obviously, Marissa is, is is a given. But do you think any of the other aspects will play a role in this patch? Yeah, I mean, for for sure. Uh, Alex Straza, definitely, because... Yeah, I was thinking Alex Straza. Mostly just because Ysera is going to be probably playing a role. And, you know, Alex Straza is going to be like, holy crap, you're back. Because we still haven't got that moment yet. Right? We've got the moment of all the green dragons going like, Yeah. Oh, my God. Ysera. We don't have to cry emerald tears anymore. Yeah, we have not gotten Alexstrasza's reaction that Ysera yeah. is back. Wait, D- didn't didn't we get that? Oh, I don't remember it. No, I mean my memory ain't the Your greatest. Your memory's better than it's better than mine though. So if you're saying not, then probably not. <laughs> like I'm over here going like, oh, when did? Uh, uh. Okay. No. Okay. I mean we've got you're right. Very... I think I just really I was wanting that moment. And you're right. I well, the last we time it. we even dealt with the green dragonfly was Valdrak in 19, right? And that was bringing her back. And then. Right. Val- that wasn't a patch. That was Valdrak in 19. Okay. You're right. You're right. That's how bad my memory is. And then I'm thinking, like, did we get anything else with the green dragon between then and now? I mean, like, the little bit of Alshaza going, like, Amir Giselle, right? <laughs> That's not a <laughs> reunion between her and Ysera. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. So, right. so yeah, Alex Shaza is probably, like, I hope we get some some a very touching moment there. And hopefully we even learn yes. a little bit more between the connection between whatever Ysera's got going. And, you know, a little, almost like, because you think about it as like Alex Shaza and Ysera are like the two sides of the cycle now. Because Alex Jaws is very yeah. much, I'm the life binder. I'm all about the life, 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 life. And friggin' Ysera is now, well, yeah, me too. But, you know, when you're dead, when you're dead. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. There's still cycle there. So they're kind of like. Interesting. Two I like that sides theory, of that the thought. same yeah. thing there. And, and so I'd like to see more of them. little chitty chat about that. Yeah. Uh, Nazdormu. I think we, we got a lot of Nazdormu with. Uh, yeah. 10 will 5. So he, he needs to take a little nap. It's fine. It's been through a lot. Yeah, but I would not mind some um, some Abyssian. I would not mind a little bit of Abyssian. Yeah. Because I mean, it's like, hey, you're an aspect now. Sit in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. That's what I'm saying. Like, I do not want that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because I feel like that's what happened with, with Marithra. Friggin' Yasera was like, <laughs> yeah, guess what? True. Your aspect now, I'm not aspect. You, and then it's been. Where's Marithra? Like what? <laughs> Where'd she go? Like sometimes she's at Valdrak, and other times she's just not. Right. Right. Typical green dragons always napping shit. So we're like, oh, okay. So oh, that I'm, I'm interested to see like what's what's going on there. Because I mean, I think it'd be really fun to just like to even like get like his first day on the job view because he's like he's like I, I'm a freaking aspect I barely even know what that means now like I'm just like I gotta read this like 
freaking intake packet and I gotta sign all these forms, right? <laughs> I look so small compared to the other aspects. Right, it's like, where, where do I, um, excuse me? Where, where do, do I get big? Where do I get the glow up? <laughs> <laughs> right, there's these like, uh, there's these like ogvokers that like people like to say now. They're like using the little symbol of me as a, as a button. <laughs> but like, even when they look at me, like, I don't, I don't have them. I don't look all that impressive. <laughs> so, like, I need to bring, bring me up. <laughs> like, look at Caligos. He's, I'm older than him. I am older than Caligos. And, come on. <laughs> There's a problem here. <laughs> maybe once... I don't know. Maybe that's the thing is Tyr gets empowered. Aspects get their powers back. And maybe that's when him and Marithra are going to get their glow up. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Because, you know, the, the whole nothing when Alex Strazer tried to like you like empower the Mother Stone or whatever. Right. Right. And, yeah. And Razagath was like, <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, that was that was Razagath. That wasn't even me. That was beautiful. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so there we go. We, that's still left hanging. Right. That's that's like, what, yeah, what, yeah. there's a there's a Mother Stone. Right, so that'll be interesting. I mean, for all we know, they're gonna light the mother stone and it's gonna be like Elkanoth Whispers, the five lanterns are lit. <laughs> We're gonna know. It's entirely possible. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? And then the community is going, Yeah, but that's kinda six lanterns if it's a mother stone. What? <laughs> yeah, true. Eh. Stop counting. <laughs> You're thinking too hard about this. <laughs> that's probably what like the folks at Blizzard are thinking about those of us in the lore community that are so obsessed with the Elgi Whispers. Like just, guys, just calm down. Stop counting. Let's tell our story. We're all over here. But what does it mean? We're all over here going, well, actually, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry has already died three deaths. If you count the one time that she, uh, no, I, she's only died twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, nah, I can't. I can't come up with a third. Uh, yeah. So, but the other aspects, you know, Abyssian, and then you know, Caligos. Sure, he can be there if he wants. Especially if I get my, especially if I get my Cadgar dream, he could be there. Yeah, but yeah. I'm sure the I'm sure the aspects will play a role, obviously, because you know, it's Dragonflight after all. So, true. Yeah, true, gonna get true. rid of them completely. That'd be weird. So here's something I want to talk about. Okay. I got pretty excited about when I was finishing these notes last night. <gasps> In ten one seven, so not ten two yet. Ten one seven, the lead up to ten two, there are events called dream surges. Uh -huh. You read about these yet? Uh, yeah, they're kind of like the, they're kind of like the time thingamabobs. Yeah, they're like time thingamabobs. We're going to be fending off attacks from the Druids of Flame. Oh, those guys again. Yeah, so these are the Druids that are loyal to Ragnaros. <laughs> or Ragnaros, as I put in the... Ragnaros, I could spell. And uh, his major domo, Vandral Staghelm. Wait, is that guy back? So, as you can imagine, the Druids of Flame suffered some heavy losses during Cataclysm. Yes. You know, Firelands and whatnot. And during 10.7, I 
guess, I don't know, maybe they recruit some more people or maybe just the ones who survived the Cataclysm expansion. These druids are entering through the waking dream portals. Now, the druids of flame have tried to blow up Azeroth before. And Thrall says that they are members of the Twilight's Hammer. And again, I bring up the fact that Erodicron just pieced out through a void tear. Yeah. And, and... Blizzard made a point to remind us, like for those who are paying attention during questing and whatnot, to remind us who they are. So there is a projection of Fandral that appears in Algathar Academy area over there in Thadrasis as part of Professor Max Dormu's history lesson about the War of the Shifting Sands. I know that. I know that story. <laughs> yes, you do. You know it well. <laughs> and we saw Ragnaros earlier in questing in this expansion when we visited the Black Empire on Azeroth and whatnot. So what I want to bring up is, why is Blizzard taking the time to show slash remind us of these two? They're both technically dead, right? I mean, who knows? I, maybe they could be brought back, but what's a... Uh, Druids of Flame! I gotta, I gotta say, when, when I heard that there's gonna be these dream surges and whatnot, I... And possibly on German expansion. Granted, I'm biased and I went to burn the dress down or the evil dress down. And so I was thought maybe it was going to be dress related. But we're getting Druids of Flame. Yeah. Do you think there's anything to any of this? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I do. Um, as soon as we had the, the friggin', you know, quest where we went back to the Black Empire and we're like, oh, yeah. Do you remember that the the friggin' elemental lords were basically enslaved by the Black Empire, right? It was Odin himself had is who had to fight uh, Ragnaros. That's why his beard is melted, right? It's, it's literally right. Ragnaros yeah. is like, give me a face, I'll melt it. And now he's just like, this is kind of cool looking. I'll just keep it. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's a, that's a big um, reminder that hey, these guys were all. Related, right? They were all kind of working together in a, in a sense, or they were all working for the voice forces of the void. And it kind of reminded me of the whole, you know, there was the, I want to say, I think it was the, there was a player that kind of like figured out the, the basic outline of the, the patches or the expansions. And one of the things that they pointed out it's a, it's a very it was a very basic outline it's not like anything that was like ground shattering it just happened to be that they were right right it was the the basic outline what they was correct right it's that each of the expansions in the past and they pointed specifically to um basically pre Mesa Pandaria pre Mesa Pandaria so cataclysm um Wrath of the Lich King and uh, Burning Crusade, right? And they basically pointed out that each one of these expansions had like two story, two stories kind of smushed into one. Smushy, smushied into one. And Cataclysm had dragon themes, Dragonflight, and Elemental Lord themes, right? True. Okay. So those okay. are the two kind of things. So what they posited in this theory is that the next expansion, again, they happened to be correct, 
was going to be dragon themed, dragon related, all sorts of dragony, dragony goodness, right? And that now they're saying the next expansion is going to be some type of elemental lord related, right? It's not that like the elemental lords are going to be like the big bad or anything. It's just going to be somehow related to it. So when we're seeing things like Druids of the Flame pop back up, the twi <laughs> freaking Twilight Hammer pop back up, yeah, and then we're seeing the Elemental Lords in flashbacks, it's like, I think this dude was onto something, right? <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah, so I think that they're bringing this stuff up to lay the groundwork for the next expansion, right? And whatever that may be. And you could go all sorts of craziness with a very vague understanding of, oh, it's going to be Elemental Lord, you know, because Elemental Lord is like, oh, we're going to travel over to this other place with the freaking Night Squall, and we're going to the the place with the dish starts with the name, blah, you know, it's <laughs> it starts with an A, and that you get the idea. You know, it's basically the, the continent on the other side of the world and, and things yeah, like that, yeah. right? Or whatever that may be. Avalorn. There it is. I forget. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Avalorn, right? Good job. So, you did it. and obviously, if they're elemental lords, they they exist all over the planet, not just. Oh, yeah, I'm a Calamador. No, they're all over the planet because it's elemental forces, things like that. So you could easily like tie them in. Maybe we'll find out how Neptalon finally was captured and then he came back for the Legion in the Shaman Order Hall because no one knew what happened there. And maybe, yeah, and maybe Ali will finally get her Abyssal Maw Raid that she kind of was like, oh, we didn't get an Abyssal Maw Raid. That would have that that been kind of cool because I know you kind of like that Abyssal Maw dungeon. It's true. It, it'd be my home. I'd clear it out of baddies and it'd be my home. One of many in this game. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe maybe you will get an Abyssal Maw Raid in a, in a long, long time from now. You know, two and a half years, maybe. <laughs> you never know. Hey, you never know. You never know. So, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of what I'm thinking. It's like, so we're bringing back these characters like a Fandral Staghelm. You know, they're popping back up with the Druid of the Flame. And, you know, just a reminder that, hey, these, these threats are still out there. Because, I mean, if you look over at Hyjal, there's still a portal to the Firelands. Like, right over. Right. Hey, we never closed <laughs> that thing. So, it's kind of a problem. We, we have this. Yeah tendency to be like, oh, we'll save the day. And then we don't actually clean up the mess. Right. I, I've gone back and forth because one thing I've appreciated about this expansion is that Blizzard is taking time here and there to show us things we haven't seen in game. And, you know, for, of things that happened in the past. You know, we finally have seen Ando and Lothar in the game. Through Eon's fringe dailies, we're seeing moments similar to how things could have happened like when invincible died you know like we're 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 seeing all these like little itty bitty things here and there that were in the game or that were that are in the lore and story of this game but have not made it to game yet and i didn't know if maybe this fell under that kind of like a hey remember these stories there you go or if there is actually something to this and that there's a purposeful reason why the Druids of the Flame are coming back and Eridicron went through a void tear. Yeah, it just seems like the void 
is mustering all of their forces still loyal yeah. to them on Azeroth, basically. Yep, I think so. Right, we got some Druids of the Flame over here. Yeah, we can use them. They're kind of crappy. Right. Everyone likes the Flame Kitty. Hey, Flame Kitty. All right, so um, we'll toss them at these uh, these bad guys. We'll get this all. We'll distract them over here while we set up our main attack over here. Ah! <laughs> Well, it makes sense, too, because, like, not only... So we had the Emerald Nightmare, right? Which there's questions on if the Emerald Dream has been fully cleansed. No. It was locked away in the Rift of all. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And we had, you know, various Order Halls and whatnot and Shadow Priest things. We had little bits of of the Void in the Emerald Dream, as is. So... Yeah, it makes sense that, you know, a world tree is popping out of the Emerald Dream and the old gods are like, oh my God, destroy it. <laughs> destroy it. <laughs> Just like that. Just like that. All right, so uh, moving on, the roadmap that Blizzard gave us and has been graciously updating and doing a fantastic job with it, too. It doesn't say anything about a new dungeon for 10 2. Do you think we're going to get one? Ten two dungeon. So we didn't get a yeah, we didn't get one for for ten one, so no. We just we just got the mega dungeon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no, and it seems like they're probably not gonna do any new dungeons. It's just Yeah, I agree. With what? with the with the major patches, unless it really fits into the story. Uh and I don't see a dungeon really fitting into the story here. Like obviously we're gonna get a raid. That of course, obviously, yes. Um, but the who, who knows with ten three though? Yeah, ten three I mean, probably ten, not. Ten but yeah, ten three is up in the air. Like I, no clue what's happened exactly with ten three yet. Um, but it, I think they they could easily um, add one in with ten ten two five, probably, or even a ten two seven. Most likely 10 to 5. It seems like that's obviously I don't really have. I can't say, oh, look at the history, right? It's a history of one. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> they didn't introduce a new dungeon with 10 5. So. Right. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm vote no. We're not, not going to get a new dungeon in 10 2. If we're going to get a new dungeon, it would it would be in one of the it would be like a 10 to 5. But. I'm not really like like the, the, the dawn of the infinite like that kind of makes sense because right we it does we didn't really have much going like we didn't have any like oh, okay here's what happened with the bronze dragons and, and you know so I mean for all we know it could be more bronze dragon craziness than it's another dungeon because that's <laughs> yeah could be could be so ten two now that's that's my answer ten two now <laughs> okay. I agree. I agree. However, there will be a raid. What do you think the raid is going to be like? And what is going to be the outcome of the raid? So the outcome of the raid, I feel, is pretty obvious to me. Um, and I would be... And I'm not saying that they haven't like pulled a fast run on us before where they're like, oh, crazy stuff happened. But I'd be shocked if anything other than we saved Amir Drasil was the end of the raid. Right? Um... Because it seems like you can easily set up the the kind of the chapters of the, and and like the the way the story is unfolding, as in, all right, 
We got what the, we think is the big bad, Razagath. And then, oh, they go and do this thing. Oh, it sets us on our back foot because, oh, we, we thought we stopped her, but really she was able to succeed in her ultimate plan of releasing these, these people. And then we are distracted with going underground because that was a big distraction thing that, you know, everyone promised like, all right, we're going to unlock, go find Aberyst to basically like, aha, distraction because we got other things to do. And then once again, you know, Eridicron, he's able to pull off because timelines and things like that. He's able to gather the essence of Galakron. And now he's he even said, oh, you're going to deal with my with my, you know, my brothers, my brother and my sister. You're going to deal with them while I'm off doing my my thing. So it's going to be okay. It's going to be. And this is my personal hope. Like I kind of hope. I kind of want them to basically like a new modern version, like a modern reimagining of, you know, the friggin' defense of Nordrasil one where, where you're doing it in the caverns of time and uh, battle for Mount, Mount Hygel. Hygel. So we were there. So we got the, the waves and things like that. That's kind of like an old kind of crappy way of doing that. I'm hoping yeah. it's more like a more modern day raid not just like oh we got these waves of, of trash coming at you and you're, you're trying to set it up but you can do something similar to to that where it's that'd be cool it has a the old feel of the battle for mount hydral but at the same time maybe play on some of that nostalgia like maybe like um freaking farak has an ability where he shoots you up in the air right but instead of a stupid, like, go dig in your bags for an item, <laughs> give you an extra action button or something, right? You know, like I said, modern take on, like, these, uh, the Battle for Might and Giant would be, I think that would, that would be, just, that'd just be a lot of fun, in my opinion. That Do you think that would be, like, a section of the raid or maybe a singular boss encounter? I'm thinking it would kind of like that would be like the boss encounter because I really don't like the wave style of. Yeah, please don't do waves. If anyone from Blizzard's listening, please, please don't do waves. It. It's like, hey, guys, did you know that Warcraft uh, used to be an RTS? Do you want some RTS in your MMO? And we're like, oh, dear God, no, please stop. <laughs> so, yeah, don't don't do that. It doesn't it doesn't translate very well. Um, especially like, can you imagine watching the race to world first where they're like, all right, well, they blew through that wave. Now let's, now they're going to wait. Wait. I'm sure the casters will keep it entertaining all that, but you know what <laughs> I mean? It's like, that's weird. So right. don't, don't do that, but play on that theme and idea. All right. So you could even bring in the, some of the big characters, like you could, like instead of Jaina, you could have Cadgar there helping out and things like that, right? Instead of Thrall, maybe have uh, like a freaking uh, Abyssian show up, right? So he's like, Rah, I'm a freaking aspect now. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, that's a, but like when you're kind of like initially going into the raid, uh, I'm thinking. Yeah, there's going to be a bunch of Druids of the Flame. And it's like, ah, oh, kill the Druids of the Flame. And then you're going to be like, oh, and then there's going to be like Fandral Buttface, not Staghelm, but something similar. I'm a Major Domo, Domo Domo, Domo, Domo Domo. <laughs> uh, and then we're, you know, we're going to kill him. And 
I don't know. Some a big spider boss that is reminiscent of Beth Talak, probably. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just throwing all crazy ideas out there. I don't actually design raids. I'm just giving ideas. But yeah, I don't know. You could probably even do some kind of like crazy amalgamation between Firelands because, you know, it's it's not so much Firelands, but like some of the same mobs and things like that. And, you know, there's probably be a section of the, the raid that is totally on fire and burning because, of course, there's going to be embers and things like that. Yeah, I can see that, especially, I mean, because Frock, you know, stuck his straw in the juice box of Shadow Flame. And was sipping on it for a while, right? So I can see there being a section. Right. (laughs) I think it would be really cool if they used the raid to kind of explore the connection between Emerald Dream, Ardenweald, and Azeroth. Okay, so let's... Like maybe maybe part of the dream... Well, let's try that again. Maybe part of the raid <laughs> is an Azeroth. Maybe part of it is an Ardenweald. And maybe it finishes up in the Emerald Dream. Hmm. Yeah. That actually- and then we have like cinematics and an NPC kind of guiding us along to kind of talk about the connection between these realms and the people and whatnot. Yeah. I, I, the way you even describe that. I can actually see them doing something very similar to that because how many times have we done a raid where it's like, oh no, we can't follow. We can't get in. We got to find a back door. Right? So you could do something like that where it's like Farrakh and his butt-faced sister has destroyed the portal to the Emerald Dream. So, uh-oh. We don't, we don't, us as heroes, we don't have an easy way. We're not, we're not like super duper crazy druids that just go like... Right, and then get into the Emerald Dream. <laughs> we, don't, we can't do that. So we're like, all right, well, we got to find another way. And then someone is going to be like, probably like Ysera or something like that. Yeah. I know, back waiting. <laughs> all right, follow me, everyone. I don't know. We're probably like going to head off to, I don't know. We're like, all right, here's what you're going to do. Kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> like, Wait, what? I mean... There was that moment in Antorus where we all die, right? right. So <laughs> it could happen. And I was, and, and everyone's gonna look like yes, Sarah. Like, you sure that's the fact? Okay, no, I'm kidding. Like, well, <laughs> shit, <got> dark, yo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna take this back door to the to. The, we still have a portal over in, in Stormwind. We're gonna take that. <laughs> yes. And then we're gonna fly a little wormy over to see the see the freaking Winter Queen, and we're like, hey, Queenie, freaking. Oh, open up the back door or something. Right. <laughs> and there can be drust and I will burn them. Yeah, you could do that. You could do that. And I will finally get to burn some trust. Now, granted, I'm going to be my priest. We have to like buy some holy engineer fire. or something or other. Holy fire. Off the auction house. Holy fire. Holy, holy fire. I mean, it's great, but it just, it's not burninating enough for my liking. <laughs> I need more burdenating. Every single time you're like, I'm on my priest. That's what I think I was like, holy fire, holy fire. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we, yeah, it's talking to the Winter Queen. And of course, there's going to be someone we fight there, I'm sure. Probably, oh, maybe finally like Gorok Toll or some other trusty type of baddie, something or other. 
Yeah, I mean, you can definitely do something where it's like, I was like, ah, ah, jeez, maybe we meet back up with friggin', you know, what's your face? You know, the, the friggin', like, fairy chick that was always like, ah, my queen, we need your help. <laughs> Lady Moonberry? Yeah, me and Lady Moonberry. <laughs> uh, Lady Moonberry's like, oh, um, uh, so, uh, good to see you. It's been a while, it's been about roughly three years. Um, glad you're back. Uh, we got this, uh, uh, friggin'. Gorak Tool guy. Uh, we'll kill him, and then we'll, we'll open the back door for you. We'll just kill kill Gorak Tool. He's he's grinding amok. Um, and then she can have special voice lines for people who are still sworn to Arnwield. So like, what, like I me, go back to Shadowlands and like change my change my thing, like, or just go to YouTube. I'm sure someone will post it. It's fine. Well, I don't mind changing my covenant. I don't really freaking care. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got maxed out my renown with all of them. I was like, yeah, I'm cool with everybody. Everybody likes me. Yeah, it was like, you know, 9.1 with the like, yeah, you can just switch now. So I right, did, right. Did, did, did with everyone so that I could um, I, I collect the stupid um, the little soul shapes. I like that. I got, yeah. I got the llama. That one was great. Nice. The llama's pretty fun. I like it. Llama's good one. Llama's good. So we and we, we do whatever it needs to be done there and then the winter queen gets us into the emerald dream and maybe we get some kind of a, like a loon hints or seeds or something to tease us in the lore community as blizzard likes to do and okay. then we get to okay. the emerald dream okay so this is our this is our pipe dream this is our this is what we want in a raid and you're like give us hints a little give us an answer blizzard <laughs> I want an answer, but I, I'm going in not expecting one in order to not get my hopes up like I did with the first one. Oh, okay. So I'm just... trying to temper my expectations oh, okay. with finally getting answers that I've wanted forever. Oh, but yeah, we could put it out there. We could manifest it into the universe and say, okay. like, we're getting. Boom. We're going to meet. During the rain. We're meeting a loon. Right. And, and hey, maybe that's like the freaking. Uh, maybe that's like the final bit of the raid. Maybe that's the cutscene of like we are friggin' losing, and Farak is like, "I'm gonna burn your tree. I'll burn it down. You can't stop me. I got shit to fight, baby." And Loon's like, "All like, oh hell no." And then and it's then, like, <laughs> Bitch. and then Loon comes in and still kills <laughs> like so many other NPCs. You know, if it's a Loon, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> If that's how we finally get to see a loon, and uh, you know, because Sakareth's cutscene, well, the epilogue cutscene was pretty decent, but like, it was the post raid of like, Daddy, did I do good? No, no, son, you sucked. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would be a fun one, but I will admit, I'm gonna spoil the crap out of myself if that gets because I, I know I'm just yeah I'm gonna I watch on to YouTube resist. as soon as the friggin' raid comes out <laughs> I know it's gonna happen yeah yeah so yeah that's what I want that's what I want I want like some like divine intervention like friggin' loon coming in like like don't you touch my tree that's my tree <laughs> <laughs> I like this good it's good so then let me ask you what other bosses do you think we're gonna get uh, a bunch of randos that don't have names now and they're just gonna make them up gonna re that does happen gonna retrade up in there i can attest pull my ass it's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be like who's who's this guy major domo dude 
Major Domo Dude. You heard it here first, everyone. Major Domo Dude. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it could be fun. That is fun to say. Gorok, cool, right? He's like, I'm a, I'm cool, just, (laughs) I'm cool, Uh, but he's gonna die. Um, And then there's gonna be, (laughs) but he's gonna die. There's gonna be uh, Rymic Asish. Wait. Isn't he dead? Yeah, I'm pretty is sure he dead? he's dead. I'm pretty sure we killed him. Okay, yeah, he's dead. I don't know. Ryan McGass's brother or something? I don't know. Kill him, too. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Who else are we killing in this raid? So let's say... Uh, well, let's make it simple. Allie, how many bosses do you think is going to be in this raid? Like eight, nine? What are you thinking? I think... I personally am partial to even numbers for some reason. It's always been my thing. Having said that, I feel like 10 bosses feels like maybe a bit too many. I'm going to go with nine. Nine. All right. So first boss, what do we got? What are you thinking? Oh, gosh. Oh, I don't even know. I mean, if we go with this whole theory, it's probably going to be something or someone on Azeroth. Yep. Yep. So what? Some freaking Twilight Chamber, Death Cultist, like dumbass that we're just gonna kill that we're like you know imagine you're doing uh you know you're gonna look up the notes because we're gonna talk about them and you're gonna be like oh nothing so that's gonna be the first boss probably because that's usually what yeah, the first, first boss is. is really nothing like it's gonna be some stooge from twilight's hammer or maybe i mean it could still be someone loyal to the incarnates maybe from the anarm planes baddies yeah that could work i can see that maybe yeah yeah so then we got we got, we got okay eight to go we got the second boss is like okay so they they were like the ones that were like keeping us from even getting to the freaking portal uh now we now we've made it to the portal but the, oh, the portal's broken ah oh no and now we got i don't know uh, portal breaker what's his face uh <laughs> I don't know. They're probably going to yep. be like some Drew to the Flame dude. And we're going to be like, oh, man, why'd you burn down the portal? You're a jerk. I can see that. Right. And, yeah. and they're like, oh, crap. And then we're going to go fight uh, Gorok Cool and Cool and the gang um, and, and Arden Wield. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, then there's probably going to be, oh. Oh, and just to, just to mess with Nick more, there's going to be more of those wormy... The, 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 <laughs> the gorm. The gorm. There's going to be some more gorm that we got to fight. <laughs> the gorm are back. Nick, we love you. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so we got some gorm to fight there. Uh, so that's four bosses. Um, oh, more gorm. <laughs> we need a council fight. Where would there be a good council fight? Three gorm. <laughs> Okay, there you go. <laughs> Nick's never going to come on the show again. <laughs> no, we'd rather do like uh, a, a, a druid, the druids is, is the, of, the, of the of the flamesies. Yep. So many druids of the flamers. <laughs> maybe not that. Okay, maybe of the the druids of the, the, the hotness. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Hello, my fellow Hotman. <laughs> Greetings, my good Hotman. Uh, hi. <laughs> I guess. Can't even with you right now. <laughs> Can't even. 
Um, okay. I've ran out of bosses. I don't know who else is gonna be a boss. I have two. Like I'm, I'm struggling to fill up this raid. Like, it's hard. I'm sure that there will be some questing lead up to the raid, and that questing lead up will probably give us another boss. And there'll be there'll be some more, you know, randos. I mean, if we look at Abaris, there's a decent amount in there that you know tie into the story a little bit, but they're you know nothing big for the story or anything. So there'll be a few of those for sure. Yeah, you know who should be a boss? Maybe not in this, this raid. It just it just dawned on me that they should just make basically just make him a boss, and we kill him and say, look, he was in the game, but we killed him. <laughs> Maybe maybe in the the raid in ten three, just 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 put Medan in there, just put him in there. <laughs> I would kill him. See, Medan should be in a time rift. I think a time rifts are you know like the dailies and Eon's fringe would be the best time to explore the whole Medan issue. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'd like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what universe number is this one? Four oh four. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm not supposed to be here. <laughs> Can you help me get back to my timeline, please? <laughs> oh, man, that's beautiful. You got any more bosses? Well, I mean, last boss is probably be going to be Farak. So is it going to be Farak and Viranoth? Or is Viranoth going to be a earlier boss? Or is she just uh, well, not going to be killing there? Her. I, I can see her maybe... Being an earlier boss, like maybe she follows us and here's what we do. Here's what it is. Okay, got it. She's going to sneakily follow us into Arnwield somehow. And then we figure out what's going on and why she looks like the Winter Queen and sounds like the Winter Queen and acts like the Winter Queen a little bit. But she's not going to die yet because it's not our time, right? And so she's going to somehow peace out before we kill her. And she will live to fight another patch. Okay. And that'll be like the middle of the raid. That'll be kind of... Like, I can remember back in Shadowlands, like, we had the moment where we fought Anduin, and that was like the big moment of the raid. But that wasn't the last boss. It's going to be like that kind of situation. Like, it's going to be a big moment when we fight her, finally. But we're not going to kill her yet. Right, so it's and like... And she's not going to be the final boss. She's going to be like, like the boss midway part. six or seven, right? Or maybe like... Five, right? Five, six, five maybe. or six, yeah. maybe. Yeah. The only reason I say that is because like Anduin was like seven out of like nine, maybe, or like he was like nine out of like, like eleven, maybe. I don't know. There's a lot of bosses at Sepulchre. I've slept since then. There's I, a lot of bosses, uh, and I just know that there was two that were after him, and that was the Dreadlords and freaking the Jailer himself, right? And those were unavailable on the PTR. There was no testing done on them, so we didn't find out right. anything going on there. So there's probably going to be, like, if we're going with our crazy idea of, like, oh, we're going here, then we're going here, then we're going here, then, right? So we're probably thinking, like, the last two bosses or something like that are not going to be actually uh, tested. So it might be, like, anything up to Viranoth. Uh, and before is already tested, but anything beyond her is not. That's true. Or maybe before her is where they stop. And then maybe we le leave there. 
and go to the Emerald Dream. And then the last two bosses of the Emerald Dream are also not tested. Maybe. 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 I don't know. I don't know either. Just making it up. <laughs> and, the, and, and the Emerald Dream will fight something void related and then get some more whispers of something just to feed the lore community. And then <sighs> the final boss will be Frock. And maybe Frock's fight will be like half in the Emerald Dream and half on Azeroth or something. I don't know. That might be interesting because it's like, okay, because it's like soon the tree will burst forth or whatever. Like, some, whatever it was called. How's that yeah, going to happen? Like that. That'll be interesting. Is it just suddenly going to be like, <laughs> like, like just pow, just like pop into reality at some point? Like, what? That'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I hope we see it in the cinematic. That'd be cool. Yeah, I hope so too. Anything else from the raid? Um, no, I think I'm, I think I'm, I've just discovered that I, I can't design raids. Yeah, I can't either, but it's fun to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be super curious to see if anything we've said is right, like at all. Even close. <laughs> right. I mean, so Frock is going to be the last boss. Yeah, probably the Frock's going to be the last boss. But other than that, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? There could be something Ragnaros and Fandral Staghelm related for all we know. We know nothing. So what do we think the future role of Amir, Amir Drasil is going to be? And how is that going to impact the future of this expansion or Azeroth? Well, the future role of Amir Drasil. So that's that's the interesting thing is because every other world tree had a purpose of some sort. Right. Other than Teldrassil, strangely enough. <laughs> like, it didn't really have a purpose of why they planted it other than, like, we need a new house. <laughs> um, so, and obviously the role of Amirdrasil, I don't think it's going to have the same role of previous world trees. I think this is going to be much more of, like, I don't know, like, almost like the developers a little bit, but more so the aspects and everyone else on Azeroth basically saying like, hey, Night Elves, this is your home now, right? You're not just some feral creatures living out in Kalimdor protecting something and then your entire existence is to stop the Burning Legion. Like, it's not that anymore. It's more of like you have a connection not just to this world, but to all this world is connected to like both the, the Shadowlands as well as the Emerald Dream and possibly beyond right because the Night Elves are actually really super freaking important to the lore overall and yeah. I think I think it'll be really great to for them to to get some kind of spotlight in the in the story because we've had a little bit with Taronda and Malfurion but until Amir just still actually shows up and, you know, we actually get like the night elves basically mass immigration to, over to to this zone would be. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'd be really cool to see what that would look like, especially considering that the tree contains like thousands of lives of their, their lost kin just yeah. within the tree itself. I think that's a it's a it's a fitting end to the story of Teldrassil and things like that. Um, I, 
it's kind of satisfying, at least to me, but I'm I'm not a Night Elf player, so I'd need someone to weigh in uh, after we get the story to see if there was a if they liked it or not, because it seems, yeah. seems interesting to me. I, I like the kind of like capstone to, to this whole story of like, yeah, this is this is where it's going to be. But it also seems fun that, all right, you got your night elves and then talking about like future and beyond that, because you get to get another night elf basically coming right back. But in the old Naga version of it, <laughs> of Queen Ashara. So, uh, yep, she's not done. Who knows? And it's, it's, yeah, I'm not really sure was the what role will play in the story. If if really anything other than just like a night elves really having a, a home again, which eh, it'd be good to see. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I think I think it would be cool. I think I think they should at least by 11.0 uh, introduce a new night elf starting zone. I think that would be really cool. That would be really cool. I agree. Yeah, do it. Do it, Blizzard. <laughs> don't be don't be cowards just do it <laughs> <laughs> well if you don't have anything else to add to our crazy dream of 10.2 not that I can think of or anything that you desire since you've been trying to make Emerald Dream happen for so long now um honestly I've just been making the Emerald Dream I'm trying to be, be like do it do the Emerald Dream do, the, do it do it because it's not so much that I'm like bring me the Emerald Dream because we don't there's a whole lot of we don't know what the Emerald Dream even is. Right? Yeah. And I could get into that if you want, but this episode's getting a little long as it is. Yeah. So, hey, maybe I'll talk about it the next time. I don't know. We'll see what I do on the notes. I time. mean, I think we should at some point. I think it's worth, you know, because the Emerald Dream is definitely. It's a big unknown. Interesting. And it is. The, there's a, it's a lot of unknown with that. So I'm hoping 10-2 kind of sheds a light on some of that unknown. But yeah, to. To wrap up and answer the real question of why I wanted so much Emerald Dream is very much the sup with a loon, right? <laughs> That's really what I want to know because a loon is, to this day, the biggest mystery left in all of the Warcraft cosmos, in my opinion. And they and first ones. Yeah, pff, I don't care about them. First ones are like <laughs> nine minutes old in comparison. A loon, yeah, a loon has been around much longer. I will give you that. First ones, in my mind, are the midi chlorians of the WoW universe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about them. Oh, first ones. Whatever. As soon as you give me a reason to care about them, I'll care about them. But for right now, it's just people saying, oh, first ones. Oh, first ones. <laughs> I got nothing. Fair. Fair. Um, so, yeah. The, that, I just I just need some balloon and um, a pantheon of life. That would be fun to to delve into. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what I'm hoping for. Agreed. Am I gonna get it? Probably not. Um, but I might get some of it. Maybe. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Well, I think we're good to wrap it up then. I think so. Well, if we are gonna be wrapping up, because I'm just gonna say, yep. Yep, yep, yep. It's the part of the show where we say a quick thank you to all the patrons that support us and keep the show going. And if you would like to join their ranks and support this show, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash live laugh lore. And we just want to say a big thank you to all our patrons, but a special huge thank you to our top patrons, which are the Kunkka. Yep. Hello. Welcome to the crowd. It's your first time in the mix. Welcome. I hope you feel uh, warm and cozy. 
Ickis. <laughs> Nate Dune. Mud. Chris. Dungeon Master Burke. And finally, Mike Smith. All of these amazing top patrons. You are all beautiful and wonderful. And um, you deserve um, all of the accolades and joy that I uh, send your way. So there you go. <laughs> you feel it? I'm like sending it your way. He is. It's like making hand motions to send it your way. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's that's the that's it's like a pixie dust sprinkles. Good stuff. There you go. That's what it was. Stories. There's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story. We here at Live Laugh Lore like to end every episode on a positive note. And the positive note, you know, story this time is a short little thing I found that just made me kind of warm, fuzzy, and happy. There is a six-year-old, 68-year-old, let's try that, 68-year-old named Narni Shirel Mack, who has four daughters and 11 grandchildren, ranging in ages from seven months to 18 years old. They live all over the country. I guess every year, she invites them to stay with her for a week, and she did the same this year as well. Well, except for the baby. The baby was there for like a day and then went back home because, you know, baby. But the rest of them <laughs> stayed with her for a full week and she ran what she called Camp Narni 2023. And she went all out this year for the week. She created fun posters with individualized schedules and menus for the meals and activities. And they include things like arts and crafts and sports and movies and video games and pool time and a bouncy house and something that was a trampoline water splash that I want to do myself. And it sounds like this is something she does every year. She puts together some fun stuff for them to do, but they live with her for a full week. All these children (laughs) under one roof and her house is not that big either. Let me just say like most of the kids end up sleeping on the floor, but they are happy because they're having the time of their life during the week. She went above and beyond this year. And and her kids, you know, she's got four daughters and they asked her, like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, this, this is a lot for you. Like, are you sure? She's like, Psh, shut up. I got this. And she's knocked it out of the park. She even bought little trophies and used her computer to make labels for them and had a little award ceremony, like Dundee style. Basically, <laughs> if you think about that. And they're just, just these like cute little trophies too. I really wanted to get audio, but the TikToks that one of the daughters were sharing were mostly music, so it doesn't really lend itself to you know audio podcasts beyond just hearing music. So it just it just makes me all warm and fuzzy inside. Like she went above and beyond. She made sacrifices to create these wonderful memories for all of her grandchildren. And let me tell you, like eleven kids is a lot if it's like a job. If you're living with these 11 kids full time for a full week and doing insane amount of activities, like that is a lot. Like it is who that I don't know if I could do that. So I just have the utmost respect for her and the effort that this, you know, Camp Darney must have took just all in the name of love for her grandkids. That is friggin' awesome. And I want to do all of these things. And now I would like to attend Camp Narni 2024. Uh, where do I sign up? Um, <laughs> right. Can I um, attend? Um, especially this water trampoline thing. Like, what's what trampoline water splash? That just sounds awesome and super fun. So let's uh, let's let's figure that out. We should, I like this. Yeah. It's, it's good. 
Yeah. We should figure this out. Um, and while we figure this out, we can get out of here and say something along the lines of, I don't know, maybe we should like hit up one of them like trampoline parks. Little, you know what I mean? Yeah. Those are fun. I like that. I'm a klutz, but it'll be the best time ever. <laughs> it'll be awesome. Just throw some water park <laughs> stuff in there too. That'd be great. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Live Laugh Floor. If you have a topic or a question you'd like us to discuss, send us an email at lizlafflorecast at gmail.com. If you want to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash livelaughlore, and you can keep the show going for as little as a dollar an episode. You can watch Ali live on Twitch Sunday nights over at twitch.tv slash and you can watch Jin Monday nights at twitch.tv slash joint. You can also follow the show on Twitter at live underscore laugh underscore lore. You can follow Jin on Twitter at Jin's Joint, and you can follow Ali at Ali Anders K. Meanwhile, be kind and take care. <laughs>